but it's gonna keep being sad until you say something. <laughs> it's a sad day. <sighs> Welcome, Nerd Nation, to your award-winning podcast, Nerd Speak. This is episode eighty-one, and we are your hosts. Eighty-one with a heavy heart. My name's Brendan. You know me. With me, as always, is my Uncle Ted. What up, world? And with me, as always, is my other older uncle, Brian. Good evening, all. As we gather here today to celebrate the man, the myth, the legend... Stan the Manly has passed away at the age of 95 today. I firmly place most of this burden on your shoulders. This is a, a lot. I I got pretty emotional today. See, see. So let's try to let's try to work through some things and then we'll, we'll emotionally unravel ourselves. This is this is kind of Brennan's fault since he sent us out an outline last night saying this is what we'll go with unless anything big happens. And I expected like if uh, like a fun trailer got dropped today or some announcement from the DCEU. And yeah, we'll see what you did. Well, this is like when I wore my Slimer sweater the day Harold Ramis died. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I hadn't worn that sweater in a year and a half. I broke it out of the closet, and then I get to work, and first headline, Harold Ramis has passed away. <laughs> it's like, well, son of a bitch. Fuck me. <laughs> You are uh, not a. Uh, you're dangerous. Yeah. Mm. Fucking jinx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, as we mentioned, we are your host for the Nerd Speak podcast. And uh, <coughs> we got some heavy news today, so we'll try to unpack all that. But first, we'll get through how we start every episode with the. What are you watching now? So, Brian, what are you watching? What now? you been watching? Well, we what took a watching? we took a week off, right? So we it got took little, like two weeks off. We got a little compounding of uh, some things that watched, but um, most importantly, I think out of all that was we went and saw um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, really good. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um. I mean, they, they, and this has come from somebody who lived through all this. Yeah. And the kind of uh, speculation and rumors and things that were floating around about Freddie Mercury at the time, no one really wanted to come, you know, never really came clean on it, but you were kind of always all right about it because they were great. You know, it was at it, a time where, you know, people weren't as accepting as, you know, as we are now if you can call it that, but um, <laughs> then it was really, you know, a, a much greater stigma and especially in or surrounding the AIDS thing and everything that had to, you know, that was coming about of that. Um, but, you know, th- th- they did, you know, mess with the timelines a little bit, but I can remember clearly Live Aid not going well until Queen hit the stage and then all oh, of a really? sudden it went, it went, you know, off the chart because they just killed it. Okay. I mean, you know, that's been called one of the greatest single live Oh yeah, moments ever, and and uh, and so it was, it was really good. I mean, I I truly got was encapsulated in the movie, and it very became almost documentary like. 
okay some some you know in some ways um so so really good enjoyed it not worth uh some of the you know reviews that you know you know the more negative reviews they've gotten. I didn't say everybody's yeah been kind of shitting on it like yeah. I, it's one of it's been one of those that like critically it's been panned but every audience member seems to I'm not talking to it. any one person that's seen it that didn't they didn't like it. They yeah. Like, it. like it's. I only hear it in the papers yeah. and the headlines. Only by the people that don't really matter are the ones that are panning it. And yeah. And uh, try to go see uh, uh, the girl in the spider's web. Yeah. And uh, that was shortly. That was like the last showing of the night, which was kind of late, mm-hmm. and directly after I had a cocktail that was apparently really strong. <laughs> so I was a little dozy through parts of it. Gotcha. So oh, so you saw it, but not really. Yeah, yeah so I saw. Kind of missed a couple parts here you and there. Paid for a ticket. <laughs> but uh, it looked good. Okay. <laughs> From what I remember. You slept through a fucking movie. <laughs> Part of it. I mean, it was. Hey man, a, it, it was happens, the ten thirty okay? show, and then you know you get a half hour previews, and uh, and I. I guess I didn't eat much that day and just had this one drink waiting on Terry and I was kind of sleepy. So, yeah, no, but it, it looked like it was pretty good. I'd go back and see it again, maybe, or wait till I can run it. So that's, uh, those are the big things I think I've seen lately. Ted, uh, what about you? Uh, I watched Infinity War yesterday. Nice. <laughs> or, uh, Saturday. Oh, so this is your fault because Thanos snapped again. <laughs> yeah, is that it? Every time you watch it, every time Thanos makes his snap, somebody dies. Has has that hit the webs yet? Where someone's edited in a Stan Lee fade away? Oh, um, not yet. I haven't. I haven't seen that. That's that's um, bound to happen. Andrew, I don't know. We did get caught up on our DVR with just the normal TV stuff. What are you watching? Uh, Superstore. Mm-hmm. Superstore, yeah, we're caught up on Superstore. That was place. a great last episode. <laughs> was right after she had the baby. Uh, spoiler alert! Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Well, I mean, you knew she was gonna have the baby. I mean, she's pregnant, but that right. doesn't. <laughs> well, look, Brendan. Eventually, spoiler alert: <laughs> she had the kid. Eventually, women have when they're pregnant, they have a baby, so it's not there permanently. That is a pretty good one. Caught up on the Good Place. Um, and uh, let's see. I went through Big Mouth, uh, the second season of that on Netflix. Is that any good? I can't. I, it's like, got its funny moments. I mean, it's like I'm glad it's a half hour. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of the first season was like, okay, this is a bit fucking much. Well, yeah, it's kind of the same way that BoJack is a little bit, where you're like, okay, but it has its moments. I, the best part for me is Maya Rudolph. She does the. Hormone monstrous, the, the girls, girls monster. Monster, she's hilarious. I saw somebody put a compilation together of whenever she bubble bath. Yeah, <laughs> bubble bath. I guess I, in, in terms of bin, I started to catch up on a uh, Rick and Morty season three. Uh because I hadn't watched that yet. So good <laughs> since it's finally hit. The yeah, I've never watched it or Hulu, Hulu or whatever. Yeah, so I've been watching it. You never watched any of Rick and Morty? Uh-uh, I haven't seen any of it. Man, I was told I had to watch it first two three episodes are somewhat painful mm-hmm. they're a little rough just like any and then you're show. like locked down locked in watching them all yeah really yeah, yeah. they're good they're good <laughs> um i, mean, I forgot how yeah. much i missed it <laughs> that's been about it i mean just yeah catch it up on the dvr here and there Nine one one, staying on that we're up to walking dead wise 
we're I guess technically two episodes behind. I'm assuming you know what happens. So yeah, because I gave up on that show. Yeah, yeah. And so I and from my understanding is like this is the first full episode without him, and people are like, jump at the shark. Uh, <laughs> so. yeah, jumping the shark or the ship? Sh- it jumped the shark pre tiger, I think. And I don't know anything about the tiger. No, I mean <laughs> honestly, if I'm thinking about it, I think they jumped the shark when they killed Glenn. That that Do you, like that was the turning point of the show for being. But just I don't bad. think that's a jumping the shark moment. On the show, it's yeah. part of the story. It is part of the story, but I just don't think they handled it very well. Even though, I mean, even though it's exactly how it was handled it in the comics, it is like it was the well, most I tell you, true to I tell form you, thing. I tell you what they shouldn't have done is that bullshit. But the season before, before that's the when dumb- I was rolled through that shit, had no problem with Glenn, and then that happened. I think it would have been a little bit better viewership yeah, wise. I, so. I would have stuck around. Um. But yeah, what about you? What are you watching? So we finished up the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Pretty good. So they're getting sued. Yeah, they're getting sued by the Church of Satan. Uh, they in their witching school they have one of the giant Satan statues. Yeah, and they're like, "This is our statue, and you didn't ask to use it." And, and it's a what a hundred and fifty million dollar lawsuit. Something crazy. Um, but yeah, so I did see that, and I was super, like, so we were talking. Does that give the Catholic Church the right to sue for every movie every, that has a cross? That's in well, it, right. Like that's where I was kind of like wondering about it as to why they were able or why they thought they had the right to be able to sue. I mean, is there some sort of like uh, loophole when Trade you degrees. when you claim freedom from religious persecution, you're also giving up, you know, the the trademarks to your holy relics? Your, yeah, so. I wasn't too sure on that, but... I've heard good things about it, though. It's really good. Uh, we dug it. She, you know... I mean, there are a couple little scary bits in it, but the lady was able to handle it, so it was kind of her threshold. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting storytelling. It was fun to take over... I mean, I think it took us, like, uh, maybe a week and a half to finish. Yeah. It was fun not to, like, bust out all at once. Um lets you kind of sit with a couple of the decisions that were made during the show but uh that was good we watched the post on saturday it was really good with uh meryl streep and tom hanks the big about the washington post oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 i love that it's the kind of the prequel to a few good or uh all the president's men oh is, is that kind of what it serves as yeah, I mean, basically, it it rolls right into it. Okay, I don't know. I'm not good with history on an well, actual have, historical. I think we scale. talked about this once when I brought up when I saw the post originally. Did okay. you have you seen All the President's Men? Yes. Okay. So if you start watching All the President's Men, it pretty much picks up with right right where they're breaking into <laughs> Watergate. So okay, and it, it's I don't know if it's the same universe necessarily or or whatnot. Oh, but yeah, it, but it, it definitely is is playing with the same timeline and. And one feeds right to the other. Okay. Uh, that was really good. What else did we watch? Got it. Did we talk? I think we talked. I got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, no. Yeah. So I bought because they had, it was like, we were at Target and it was like for 22 bucks, you could buy the physical copy. Yeah. And then when I got home and looked on iTunes, it was bundled with Ant-Man for 24 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to do that. And so, it was just, but it also led me to think about like a lot of the way that like 
a lot of bundles for some reason don't show up on my iTunes when I search on the Apple TV, but they will show up when I search iTunes in like on my phone. Yeah. And I just feel like there's definitely like I would feel like they would always continuously offer the bundles, but they were talking. Yeah, their bundles come and go. Come and go, and like that doesn't like. I mean, and they tend to they tend to circle around, like you know. So I think I told you before, but like if you go to a movie on iTunes and then you go down to related at the bottom of all that, usually, uh huh, it'll show you uh like the bundled things. If if there's a bundled version of it, like if you're in the store, okay, and like say I go to what's something that might have a bundle. Uh, let's say Sicario. Should be bundled with the first movie. So if you go down to the bottom, also available, the first one. Viewers also bought. Yeah, so, you know, they didn't bundle that one. And so it's like, yeah, but, like, why not? Like, you could get that. Like, you're getting one another purchase. Oh, related. There. So across there, related. Yep, no bundle. Yeah, no bundle. So... I was just like, whatever. So, but we bought that, and she got to see that, and she really dug it. So basically, you're telling Apple if they bundled more, we we we'd be down for buying more. They'd make more. I'm just saying, like they'd make. I mean, obviously, they're gonna make more money selling them individually at a cost. But oh, you know what else I tried to watch that we were looking really forward to, and then I don't think I even could get through it. Was sorry to bother you. Oh, like couldn't get through it because you were sleepy, or you didn't no, like the movie? No, just because it was just. Not really good. Okay, I see. I've heard the opposite. Like, on that see, one. most of the best moment moments are in the trailer. In the trailer. <laughs> so that's another one that she definitely wants to watch. But we figured we'd wait on that one because uh, we try. And then, well, and then we bought. And that guy shows up in that uh, the girl in the spider's web. Lakeith. Yeah, the Lakeith? guy. Uh, yeah, whatever his name is. Him. Okay. He's, I didn't know that. He's uh, he's in that. Oh, fun. So. Uh, Cool. Now we uh, stretched all that out so Ted could go take a break and come back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and a bloody nose. We've so. got our box office review in. Uh, so I did this last night, so I wasn't able to get the official numbers, but the outcome is still the same. The Grinch came in at number one with $67.5 million. Bohemian Rhapsody did 31.2. And then the, you know, the, this is the... Th- the J.J. Abrams produced, like, I hate, like, I kind of hate that, and I feel really bad for the director. Like, Why? because there's such a bigger name producing. Yeah. That it's like, I mean, it helps your movie get out there, and it helps you make more money. Right. But it's like, but, yeah, who the fuck directed it? Like, yeah. I mean, or like Tarantino when they do, like, the, the Tarantino Presents thing. Like, mm. that's the reason that everybody thinks From Dusk Till Dawn is directed by Tarantino. And it wasn't. Mm. True. And it's just like, you could create that confusion especially for someone else's like work and hard work yeah. like thanks for throwing me a couple of ducats abrams but you know what i mean like i want my well, name it's on also marquee it could, it's, it could be his production company is the one who you know has the story and well and that's fine and it says like by you know and then in in your trailer it says you know from the production company that brought you blah but to like always have right, like but his not everybody's name. gonna know Bad Robot is J.J. Abrams. I know. I'm just saying. I think that kind of sucks. I agree, but at the end of the day, they made 10.2 million dollars for their weekend. There you go. It's all about the money. <laughs> and it's getting pretty good ratings. Yeah, I uh, didn't really know anything about it. I'd like seen it like the. It's always funny what 
gets advertised on podcasts and like this has been a big one on the stretch of all of my podcasts overlord yeah mm. so it's been funny to hear doug benson talk about it and paul Shear talk about it right <laughs> bill burr talk about it it's kind of funny so you know you, you say listen to other podcasts and you know i listen to a lot of the uh the, the tested podcasts from mm-hmm. from uh what's his name's house and adam it's kind of funny how there's been multiple occasions that their podcast has directly paralleled ours Oh, really? And the most recent one was there's a guy on there that hasn't seen Wreck-It Ralph. Jeez. <laughs> and he has the same excuse that I have that, you know, just came out. I didn't really see, you know, didn't get a chance to. And then they all give him a bunch of shit how this is right <laughs> up his alley. This is his movie to watch. This is the one he should see. And he's like, I know, but I haven't had a chance. So did you watch it yet? Not yet. <laughs> if I, uh, if I he, get that still He still hasn't seen it yet, Bernard. I will. Uh, I and will watch you, it here real soon. You bought it too, right? Like you own it now. I bought it. I own it. Okay. Same guy on the on the tested podcast has bought it, owns it. Just waiting for the opportunity to sit down and. I don't want to just put it in the background and watch it while I'm at work or something. I want to actually. No, you really can't, because like especially the first time, because the first time yeah, is like the magical. So much. Yeah. And it's like you, you like you really sit down and like catch all the references. Yeah, I really like, want to watch watch it. So. And that's what I mean. Also makes it fun about going back, but it's like the first time you see it, it's like really like wow, they really did it, and like there's that and there's that, and then yeah. every time you rewatch it, you're like, oh shit, there's Sonic or <laughs> there's a Pac-Man ghost back there or what have you. Yeah, I think I'll really enjoy it. So, then just uh, need to get some some me time. Some me time. Uh, all right, we also got some new trailers uh, over the past week, and I just compiled it down to a few. And then, l- the, what I was talking about in my email last night, as opposed to something changing, uh, we got two new ones today that I decided to go ahead and add and take out some. So. We did get uh, Spies in Disguise, which has got Will Smith and Tom Holland in it. It's a new Blue Sky animation mm-hmm. film. Uh, looks pretty fun. It's that, like Tom Holland's like the Agent Q. To, no. Or, no, he's, he's just some kid. Or some random kid. Oh, you don't think he's actually part of? No, the I don't think so. I didn't How would he get the way. technology to turn people into birds? I don't know, birds. but he's doing it in his kitchen. I don't think yeah. the spy is based out oh, of his I kitchen. Thought, I don't know. I, I did find that strange that he somehow is helping the spy, the super spy. That's what I mean. Like, how did the, they there even was a come disconnect in there? Contact with one another. I mean, it's a teaser trailer, so I'm sure we'll get I'm more. I'm sure info. we'll get more story later. Is that um, like summer next year? Yeah, but it looked fun. Uh, and then the new Leica uh, production studio movie called The Missing Link came out. This is one of my favorite production companies because I love everything they've done. They're the same guys that did Coraline and. Kubo and the Two Strings and Paranorman. And uh, this one looks equally as fun. It's got Hugh Jackman uh, receives a letter from Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis? Zach Galifianakai? <laughs> it's not Zach- multiple Zach Galifianakis. It's Zach Galifianakis' possession. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis' character. Uh, Mr. Link is what they're calling him because he's the missing Link. Uh, but he receives a letter from him to kind of hang out and see if he can help him get to, due to Pangea breaking apart, his cousins are now on the opposite side of the world. 
Somebody's taking him to the Himalayas. So he's taking him to the, the Himalaya mountains to Domitals, uh, uh, meet up with in. his cousin Smallfoot. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. So, but Hugh Jackman's in it, and Zoe Zaldana, and uh, like I said, Zach Galifianakis. All the big names. So it looks pretty fun. Uh, it, I think his like character design wise, they look really fun. They look really yeah. cool. Um, then there's another anti-romantic romantic comedy coming out with Rebel Wilson and Adam Devine uh, and Which Betty Gilpin. Apparently they're attached at the hip. There now. are, uh, yeah, they're a duo. I was thinking that same thing. I was like, they work a lot together. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but she's got a new movie called Isn't It Romantic where she hits her head in the subway and she wakes up and everything is... Rom-com. Everything is a rom-com from all the dudes paying attention to her to... Everything in New York looking really beautiful, and everybody breaking out in a dance number, and then her her new her new sidekick that is gay and is setting back gay rights about a hundred years, as she says. Yeah, that looks pretty funny. So that looked pretty good. There's uh, a Hemsworth in there, I believe. Yeah, the middle one, right? Or yeah. is he the? No, he's the I young think one. It's the baby Hemsworth. Liam. Liam's the young one. It's the so, oldest one is the only. It's the Hunger one. Game. Yeah, that's Liam. Hemsworth. Uh, then today, this morning, we were gifted with a movie poster and then a teaser for... That poster is sad. Th- it looks real sad. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so for Toy Story 4. Um, so they're all dancing around in a circle, and you guys will probably be able to help, but what song is that? Both Sides Now by Jody Mitchell. Okay. Was that Joni Mitchell singing? I think so. It's the same song that Emma Thompson listens to in, in Love Actually. Is that that Where song? she cries okay. so epically <laughs> yeah. in the bedroom. Because she's like, oh, cool. He got me this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's the same song. Is it, it really? It's a different version that of is, the same Like, it's song. not her singing it. I don't, I don't know if it's her singing it. It, it doesn't seem like it. Okay. All right. But yeah, it's Joni Mitchell of both sides now. Good night. Man, it's them all like ring around the rosy, and then Mark comes in this oddball. Yeah, it's a sport with sport. googly eyes and <laughs> it's arms Tony. made from a f- f- pipe cleaner. Yeah, it's Tony Hale. Oh, is the, that who's doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he's freaking out because he's not a toy, and then that throws off the whole rosy chain, and they all start slow motioning into each other. Yeah. And I think it's all old dialogue except for Tom Hanks at the end. It's like somebody grab him, he's gonna poke an eye out. Yeah. So but from my understanding they're doing a take at they never really got to do the beginning of a toy and kid relationship. Like a toy story just picked up in the beginning with him and We all know that Woody this is an Andy. established world. Right. And so they're trying to do it from a new toy, new kid perspective. But I mean, and how you you know how you go to be a beloved toy, I suppose. That is what the first movie was. No, but we didn't. We barely got to see him and Andy like grow. No, it was with grow. Buzz. It was more of, of like right, like I mean, okay. So I guess this is the relationship of toy and child. Sure. As opposed, yes. not as opposed to the I toy. Toy. This made go toy. more of a. She made her own toy. I think this is more of a Frankenstein story. 
<laughs> He's the monster. Okay. You're probably right on that, <laughs> honestly. I'd put that one down so you could tell us later. I'll call that my big bold prediction. Just hopefully they don't chase him out with pitchforks because this little guy will melt. No, it'll be sporks. <laughs> pitch, pitch, pitch sporks. Pitch sporks. But the uh, the poster, it's like uh, Scipio Tone, Woody with like tipping his, looking back over his shoulder, tipping, tipping his, his hat. hat. It's like, goodbye, I'm going to go die. <laughs> right, like, this is it. And it's like somebody who's well, a kid would rather play with a spork than you. Uh, you got to kind of go off in the sunset, <laughs> right? Speaking, okay, side tangent. I had to babysit my niece yesterday. And I take her to Michael's because, you know, we were like, well, we'll find some, like, fun craft to do or whatever. Of course, she wants to make slime. So we buy the slime kit. But we're, like, going through because everything at Michael's was, like, all the Christmas decorations were 50% off already. Yeah. So we're going through. You know, They've been a, out for three months. Right. There's a new couple and we're trying to find some things or whatever. And they, may, like, they have those, like, tinseled, you know, statues that you can put out in the front yard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the poop emoji wearing a Santa Claus hat. Sure. Why? Is that a thing kids are obsessed with now? I don't think I mean, so. I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but they made a whole movie about emojis. About emojis, but, like, the poop emoji? Like, I could understand, like, the hard eyes emoji in a Santa hat or something. Dude, did you not This get, is a big pile of get, shit. Did you not get my poop emoji plunger picture from Bed Bath Beyond? I did not. Oh, I thought I sent that to you. No. Did you get it? No. Okay, uh, I've seen it. I've not. Yeah, they have a poop emoji plunger. Jesus Christ. So anyway, so she's sitting there playing with the poop emoji. <laughs> and then it was the funniest thing in the world because she picks up the un- They had it next to a unicorn one. Yeah. And so she just picks it up and like turns it around like a shotgun and is like, poop, poop, poop. And is like putting it at the poop. And I was just like, why is this a thing? <laughs> Yeah. befuddled there there's there's pretty much christmas decorations of everything out there now so well i did get my harry potter and dumbledore just just like you're all about that somebody out there is about the poop emoji. this is about a poop emoji <laughs> as a opposed app. to a in childhood a relationship that was cultivated through literature <laughs> and movie alike not some whatever piece of shit literally <laughs> So, okay. But then moving on, uh, the big trailer we got today, this afternoon, was uh, Detective Pikachu or Pikachu Detective? Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Starring Ryan Reynolds and uh, Justice Smith. And then you get a little bit of Ken Watanabe in there as well. Okay, the girl looks familiar, but I can't remember her. Pikachu being a detective is a thing? It's not. I didn't know anything about it. Oh, it's not? It's, okay. This is, like, not part of the game or anything. Like, like, he's not a lovable... Like, Pikachu is a lovable character, but they've manufactured this detective Pikachu story as its own thing. This, okay. this, this kind of reminds me of some other movie, like, 80s, 90s era, where... Eesh. It looks like Howard the Duck. Yeah. Maybe Howard the Duck... You... We're, we're, I mean, just, in this, just with the, the juxtaposition of the fake things into the real world... Like they've always been there. You mean like the Smurfs? No. Yeah. I mean, my my thing is, because uh, I could have swore like I saw a cartoon with Pikachu wearing the detective hat or something. 
I feel like maybe that, that has been a thing somewhere. I mean, but I don't know. The thing that I don't get is where the fuck did they come up with Brian Reynolds to do this voice? Because he's so hot right now, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he must have got paid a shit ton of money to do it. He was like uh, about it. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. Anyway, pretty lengthy trailer. It looks like you get to see a bunch of Pokemon, Pokemon. I think Pokemon, Pokemon is Pokemon. plural for Pokemon. Act like what's you sing- fucking been what's somewhere. Singu- what's singular Pokemon? Pokemon. It's like it's like okay. deer or moose. Or, okay. I didn't know. You don't have to get all shitty with me. It's not my world. So there is a game called Great Detective Pikachu: Birth there of a New go. Duo. Was released in Japan in February, early 16, while the full full version was released worldwide March 2018. So it just came out. Tim Goodman and Detective Pikachu. I did not know anything about that. I haven't played it on like a normal platform, <laughs> and since <laughs> Diamond and Pearl. I don't know. It looks. It doesn't look terrible. It looks fun. Yeah. I mean, I'd definitely but I don't know if read it's a, a book and go watch it. Yeah, I'll rush out and go see thing. But, you know, Ryan Reynolds brings sexy to it, so. There yeah. Some of the characters looked, like, I, I know Jigglypuff, like, has that hair tuft, like, on her forehead or his forehead. But, like, I would not imagine Jigglypuff as full furry. And, like, they or did Or Pikachu, it. for that matter. And I mean, I can understand Pikachu. He's a mouse. Is he? Wait, what? Pikachu's like a rodent. I mean, okay. He is. He's a he's an electric mouse. Is like his call. Hmm. So I can imagine him furry. The Charizard looked really cool. Yeah. The, I the, the Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur looks fun. Cool. It'll be interesting to see like the mix of like the ones that I have no idea what are because it looked like there were some of those Alohan chipmunk ones on some rooftops. I don't know. And then like the frog police guys are. A third evolution of something, I think, in a later. What was series. the whole mind bit? That's Mr. Mime. He's a he's a Pokemon, and I would have thought that they would have like actually used like real hair on him. He looked real creepy, he, clay face kind like of. Like he looked yeah. fake, while everybody else was looking real. Because I mean, it, he, like he is a kind of fucked up looking Pokemon because he does look like a human. Yeah. And it's like you capture him and like tell him what did like. He's like a puppet or something. It's yeah, thing, like, a you know? like a marionette. So that was kind of weird, but yeah. So he puts up his big move in the cartoon anyway. Like one of his big moves was like mirror wall, yeah. And that's what he does real quick when he does that, and then Pikachu jumps and smokes it. Okay. So I mean, it looks like the kind of movie that you know kids will demand to see, and parents won't be if you know upset going. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Detective Head Pikachu <laughs> will be an exclusive in Pokemon Go oh, the so. month it comes out. God, I hope so. Shiny. I'm sure there'll be a shiny version. Right. So, uh, moving on to the news this week, we've got Disney, uh, the Disney streaming service that has announced that they are out for blood against Netflix, has finally given us their name as Disney Plus. Wow, they really, really went to bat on this one, dude. It, I mean, it plus is yeah, <laughs> really phoned it in there. Did they come up with? <laughs> I got an idea. This will be Disney. A little plus. more, but a little more, you know. So like a Disney Plus, other things. Disney Plus. Well, I'm I'm offended as a overweight individual that they went with the plus sign. <laughs> so, 
Do we have a uh, price point yet? No, no price point, no dates yet, just a name. The things I've heard from some people that are out there talking about are like, you know, if they open up the vault and they got everything in there, they're down for whatever. Yeah. You know, especially people with kids. You know, Supposedly that's what they're doing. Well, the, they've not really said either way. The, you know, they have not promised anything about the vault being fully well, incorporated. I imagine it will be like Netflix where certain things are there for a certain amount of time and then they kind of rotate it out. I would want it to be almost kind of the, a little bit like the DC. Like where, the DC where, where everything's available. There, you know, oh, I agree with Eventually you, yeah. it'll all be there and it'll stay there. It won't be like come and go. Yeah. Catch it this week. It's gone next. You know, I just... I want to be able to go get it whenever, and that's Quit what I'm paying for. my life, Disney. <laughs> I'm paying for you to house this stuff somewhere other than my shelf. Right. But I want it when I want it. Middle out. Uh, so, yeah, and then some other news from Disney+. Plus. Uh, I was going to say, going to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so the big things that they have announced have all been original things that they're doing for the show, not necessarily the old things that will be coming along packaged with it. So we did get word that Winter Soldier and Falcon are going to be getting their own TV show together. Right. Kind of like a Turner and Hooch. Will this be our two? This will be Sam or Stan Sebastian yeah. and Anthony Mackie. And they're getting like movie quality production. And like they are really going in on it. And then it was also announced that there's going to be a Loki miniseries. Right. It won't be like you. an ongoing show. I felt like I just heard that Isn't it was... Isn't it the Loki yeah. Black Widow? Castle no, or? it was going to be Loki and Scarlet Witch are going to get their own miniseries, I think. Yeah. Oh, not together, but their right. own. Okay. Their own separate ones. The and Scarlet he, Witch one's kind of up in the air still. It's not official. Huddleston came out and like sort of confirmed that this week. Yeah. But it was confirmed as a miniseries. Like, it's not going to be an ongoing thing. Sure. I don't think any of them would be. Well, the Winter Soldier one is like a television show. Like, it's... There's promise of another season. Uh, Whereas, like, the Loki... shows. Yeah. 10, 26, whatever it is. Whereas, like, the Loki is, like, six episodes done. Like, here's a Loki adventure. Yeah, I do them like... Here's Loki Tom Hiddleston the, again. Loki and the Thornbirds. Or yeah. <laughs> like, British shows. The Roots six of Loki. Look who Loki... Yeah. Look who Loki brought to dinner. Look who's um, Loki now. Avengers 4 uh, information. Uh, while we still don't have a title... We still don't have a trailer. We still don't have an official release date. Right. Well, apparently we have a runtime, right? We did have a runtime, <laughs> and he's like, "We just." Uh, he's like, "We're starting the editing process." He said that. He's saying he said they just started their VX, resh- or their shots. Shoots, yeah. And there's like three thousand VF or VFX shots, and he said they're sitting tight at three hours right now. And he says it doesn't know they they don't know how fine. much they're gonna edit down. Leave it, leave it, just leave it at three hours. <laughs> and I was talking to the girlfriend last night about it when I was writing. One of the Russo brothers did like a Q and A someplace. Yeah, and oh, at the launch of their bar or something. Uh, maybe is this when they confirmed again that they fired they fired Russo <laughs> or uh, Ruffalo. Ruffalo. They fired Ruffalo. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, they're sitting at three hours, and he said. There might be a trailer by the end of the year. He's like, maybe, could happen. We don't know. But they have, or yeah, I guess we do have an official date because they did also start a doomsday clock for... Well, we knew when the movie was coming out. I knew it was coming out in May. I didn't know the official date. Yeah, it's like... May 19th. It's the same day as the first, the one from last year. Yeah. I do I do have a, a big, bold prediction for this one, too. Or uh, at least what they should do. So my... 
should, should be, be a big, big poll prediction. prediction. Is that when they do whatever it's going to be that brings everyone back, that the Stanley cameo should be Stan coming back. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's him raising from the rising from the grave. Well, coming back the way all the rest of them do, you know the the you know because you're gonna get seventy five percent of whatever disappeared in the first movie are coming back. Oh, so you're saying like the cameo in it should be his cameo should his, be his whatever his cameo character. character. Yeah, but we don't know if his character in Avengers Infinity War got snapped. We don't, but this is how we, we would know. But this is how we would know, and then they would bring him back for them to be able to use him again I don't in know. future cameos. They said They've they already, filmed. Got already filmed. filmed. They've got a couple in the can, right? I heard him. there was several. Five, six, seven. Well, th- they said that also like before Guardians 2 came out. So yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Because I mean, so like, apparently we've got... James Gunn went through and did them all. So we more than likely should then have, we'll definitely have a Captain Marvel one, an Infinity 4 one. It's probably Spider Man. I would assume Spider Man Far From Home will probably be the last one we get. I still mm-hmm. think it would be the best way to to bring him back into the future. That I like I agree with that. That like you see his yeah. the cameo is like the cameos he, of him the humans back. are coming back. Yeah, and he's one of the humans that yeah. that rematerializes or whatever. I dig it. That's a good idea. You should write a movie, Brian. Send the check. <laughs> Uh, Back that truck up. Oh, this excited me. I don't. I don't think you guys have listened to it. Have you the Wolverine podcast? No. It's a scripted podcast. I took your your point, your uh, recommendation. Start listening to that. <laughs> I think it's so good. I, I'm having a tough time getting into it, man. I'm like, maybe are you listening with headphones? Are you I'm listening, listening in the car? Ma- don't listen in the car. So I think I'm up to episode five, maybe. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, it's been hard getting into this one. It's a little slow, but I'm telling you, do yourself a favor and listen to it with actual headphones that have left and right controls. Well, I have all that. The the truck does do that stuff. So it's still not going to be as good. Yeah. Trust me. Cause like the way that they filmed it or not filmed it, but the way that they recorded it was built to fuck with your ears okay and so it's like when somebody's to the right of you saying well, it's, something it's more dimensional you feel it yeah or like if they're below you you feel it below you and like well i haven't I've got to the point caught, where there's like, anything well, that i think would matter yeah. <laughs> i mean we're, we're we're real still just trying to figure out who's killing the you i mean you still don't get that until like episode nine i think but yeah like i'll get caught at work and i get like freaked out <laughs> i'm like what do you want who said that <laughs> What's over there? Um, so yeah, so that uh, it is. Sorry, it is getting a second season. Uh, so that'll be fun. I think. Uh, it sucked that I had to. I didn't. I didn't really want to buy the Earwolf subscription, but I may now. Just for that. Just for that. I mean, a lot of the stuff I listen to is on Earwolf, so it's whatever. But. Uh, yeah, like I would buy the subscription just for that. Hmm. I would probably wait until they all get released, then do that month thing that most of them have, where you can like get a f- subscription free for a month. It's like I bust it all out then, but who knows? Um, then I guess the big news of the of the week of today: Stan Lee uh, passed away at the righteous old age of ninety five. 
95. 95 years old. And I literally, their sister, my aunt, texted the group chain and said, are my nerds okay? And I knew what was up. I yeah, with no reference point. I'm like, like uh. no reference point. Just said, "Are my nerds okay?" And uh, my aunt, their other sister, Wendy, wrote back, had a like a the tear face, had a good run, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then my girlfriend texts me, like freaking <laughs> out. Yeah, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I was like, "Somebody famous had to have died." And so like I pull up my phone and hit Facebook and. First thing was just like, you know, Stan Lee passed away, 95. And I was just like, no fucking way. And it was just like, I mean, even now I'm still getting like, like, and it just, it took me over for a minute. Like, it was yeah. really rough. Like, I mean, I, it's, and fuck everybody that's like, oh, you didn't see it coming. He's 95 years old. It doesn't fucking matter how old he is, and it doesn't fucking matter how bad of a shape he's in. It affects you. Dude, he was great for 95 years like, old. Like, it was amazing that he was able to last that long. Mentally, I am, he was with it. Yeah, like, and I am happier that, like, he's not dealing with any of the legal bullshit that kept trying to come up and bite him and take over it. And I am, like, I'm happier. But it's like, we can still all be sad that he's gone. We can yeah. still all appreciate the fact that he was able to live such a long life. And I just, like, I hate when people are like, well, fuck you, like, you didn't see it coming. And it's like... No, dude, but it still comes at you all the time when you least suspect it. And, yeah, he did. He had a great life. And, I mean, it just it sucks that he's gone. But, you know, like I was trying to tell everybody because I got a bunch of text messages from a bunch of different friends and, like, Facebook reach outs. And, you know, I appreciate all of that because it is. It's insane that you can have somebody like that that you've never met in your entire life. They've never met you. And they're able to have as big of a hold and as big of a grasp on, well, think you know what I mean, like the kind he... of person that you are and like how you've, you know, decided to live your life and the things that you've done. And it's, I mean, the main reason that we started this podcast is well, because of stuff that he's produced. He, he, he is in, he has undoubtedly probably been able to, in some way, touch nearly everyone on the planet, Right. Absolutely. I mean, even the poor kid in Africa or India or somewhere in the middle of the Congo or Amazon who has barely been touched by society probably has seen Spider-Man. No Spider-Man. Know, knows who that character is or <laughs> the Hulk or somebody. I mean, it just he's per, you know it's permeated to nearly every culture at some level. They they're aware. Every corner of the world. Yeah. There's there's probably just a few you know sasquatch that have yet to been reunited with the world <laughs> that aren't aware of him and are aware of his contribution and so it's he's very impactful i mean he's he's a disney he's a you know a lucas he's, you know, they're all in that you know yeah jim henson or or i mean in some ways a, a shakespeare a Anybody who's like done some work of art that's been yeah consistently that has touched so many people that will go on for probably the rest of I yeah I mean man, I can't no I know? can't there's no way I could see it you know until we away. someone's flipped the switch and we lose everything and and go back to the Stone Age <laughs> this is going to be around but even then people will still find comic books insulating the walls of their home yeah. <laughs> 
but take Who is take this Howard the Duck. T- take away that world. T- you know, okay, we're Walking Dead right now. People are going to tell the stories of Spider-Man and Captain oh, America. Oh, like it'll it'll be the first cave paintings that go up. I mean, people are going to remember the comic books that they read as a kid and they're going to tell their kids and then those are going to become, you know, even legends more of lore folklore. I mean, look, bottom line is that it's our modern mythology. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is 100% our Iliad, our Homer, our Zeus, our gods of Olympus. And there's no taking that away from that man. And In some cases, literally. Just, and- <laughs> I mean, just, just even to think that, like, like to do it one time. And, but, I mean, to sit there and just what he did do, I mean, come on. Dude. I mean, like, to have the balls to create Spider-Man and then to come out later on and create the X-Men, which, I, or, okay, and then in between Hulk and Thor and Black Panther and, you know, to make Marvel and come up with the Marvel way. And that dude sat there and cranked out one book a week for like 10 years straight. Yeah. I mean, that's what he did. And, you know, defined the industry, defied the industry and defined it at the same time. Disrupted, defined. Yeah. Defied. It just, I don't know. It, it hurts, you know, as much as, you know, in a way that it, it can for some dude that I never met, but who has been profoundly influential on me and, I mean, hell, on all of us and hell, on the way I'm raising my kid and, yeah. you know, how I look at the world. And, well, you know, no, and it was different in that, you know, DC doesn't have this guy, right? DC doesn't have the one, the one, one head, guy, yeah. you know? No, they don't. And I was also reading one of the things that, like, the the problem with DC back in the day was that everybody was these pure clean superheroes. You know, there was no wrong. There was no. Um, they were all very much larger in life. Yeah. And he went about it and said, "You know what? Here's going to be a boy who's going to get picked on at school who pines for the next door neighbor, who also happens to be able to have powers of a spider, stick to walls, and, and yeah, or." Here's a group of people who are outcasts from society, but you know what? They're still going to do everything that they can to help that society. Well, yeah, and it's just like to be able to take what... I mean, just the creative force that it takes to be able to build something like that at that time where you can take something like the civil rights, put it into a comic book form, and throw it into America's face like that and have them love it while not even recognizing that it is what's happening all around them all the time. And then be able to do that again with you know people who are gay and 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 just whatever differences that are out there you could encapsulate it into that yeah. and and put it out there and you know people aren't even going to realize what like you said that they're what they're doing what they're learning you it's know right, yeah it's right right there what they're reading would you would you put x-men as his greatest accomplishment for me yes because it's a I mean, x-men is what x-men is what started it all for me mm-hmm. there was uh mom and i were over on the east side at some gas station and in the racks 
there was a number one issue of Professor Xavier and the X-Men. And it was like a newer, it was like a 90s, like Jim Lee drawn, like Jim Lee style drawn take on the original team of the X-Men. And that was my, that was my introduction. I, you know, bought it off the rack and then it was like two weeks later the TV show started. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was, that was how I got hooked. And, you know, I mean, I was lucky enough to be at that ripe age where, you know, Batman, the animated series and the uncanny X-Men were on television growing up, but it was, it was that first book. And I, I mean, I still have it to this day. It's tattered, torn and everything, but I still have that first copy of that book. And just like, what, four or five years old, maybe six, maybe six. I don't think six. I think it was five. And you, it's weren't, just, you weren't in school yet. No. And so, I mean, that's been the better part of 25 years of my 31 years of existence mm. has been reading that man's work, appreciating his art, watching his TV shows, watching his films. For me, I mean, I remember Saturday mornings and Spider-Man and Friends. Yeah. Where it was Spider-Man, Iceman. And Starfire. 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 And... Stan Lee would narrate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, who is that dude and what is his voice all about? Because, I mean, <laughs> very distinctive voice. Very, yeah. No, and, and it's somebody posted somebody posted today a montage video of every Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. From, like, his first one to his last one. Well, to the last, right? They didn't do an Infinity War one, but they did the, uh, uh, what, Black Panther was the last one. When he's like, oh, I'll take uh, all of those because <laughs> yeah. Black Panther wins at the blackjack table. But the first cameo he ever did was when it's the trial of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Matt Murdock is his fucking lawyer, yeah. and Stan Lee is a jury member. And I was just like, that's insane. And then they, you know, they go through and did all the ones, and they even did like all of his cartoon voices. Like he, you know, when he he would show up in the cartoons as yeah. Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like to have that kind of like gravitas to where you can place yourself in there like that. But the thing about with that, with him narrating that show is that like, no matter who you were, you were his friend. And if you were watching his show, you were, you know, he liked you. And I, and I know that seems kind of stupid to think, but it's like, you know, he, cause of all the little pet names that he called, called the audience throughout it. True I mean, believers. Right. I mean, and that connects to you as a kid, Yeah, you know, and you're like. He's actually talking to me, and I don't know. So that that was like my first big exposure to Stan Lee, you know, and then you know just the comics and everything afterward, and then realizing how big of a role he actually had. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you go back and like we said, just take a look at even half of his work, and you're like, oh wait, he was involved with that and that and that and that, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> so it, it's sad. Um, he's married his wife Joni for seventy plus years, mm-hmm. which is incredible. She's actually had a few cameos with them, and the yeah, she passed away two years ago. Two years, I think. Yeah, it was a year and a half or so. And I think everybody was kind of like, once she went, they were. It was expect, you know what I mean. It was they were worried how much longer he would go. I didn't think he'd honestly didn't think he'd make it this long, but I assume he probably had a lot of them. You know, he's still probably very active and. He was that, up until this that year. Probably helps him keep yeah. busy. He had, uh, I mean, he was still doing cons, and 
It was just like two major ones that he had to cancel for health reasons, and that was like another sign that it was like it was coming. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, you never know. Yeah, I guess from what I read was that they got a call on Sunday morning for a medical emergency. They took him to Cedar sinai and he passed away there. So, But as far as any of the detailed details, I haven't heard anything yet. So... Anyway, no. So I don't. We should offer up a moment of silence for the man, the myth, the legend, Stan, the man, Lee. Thanks for all your hard work and your creativity, and. We love you here at Nerdspeak, and Godspeed to the family. There you go. So moving on, I guess, uh, we do play a game here on Nerdspeak. <laughs> 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 I can't fucking even. Uh, <coughs> nice segue. Yeah. I mean, you know, fuck it. We don't have to do anything, man. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, let's play a game. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, so we call this game a walk in the park. Uh, two of us will go head to head in a name battling challenge uh, as the other host comes up with the name of an actor or actress. And uh, yeah, we just try to go back and forth in a reasonable amount of time, naming off titles until the other one can't. And we are including HBO movies. We are not including televised or television shows, or soundtrack albums, or anything like that. So feature films or HBO style movies. Okay, so it's <laughs> you guys going head to head today? So I think it's yeah, Ted and I. Oh, I thought it was you two. Whatever, us two or whoever. I don't know. Fuck it. Go ahead. This I is mean, this is our last one of this round. Okay. Winner so take we, all. Yeah, I think we, yeah, winner take all. <laughs> Then we're going to reset. Since, since Ted has mathematically eliminated the both of us, I think. We'll start our new game next week. Yeah. We'll come up so with today, uh, in uh, honor of the uh, new trailer for Toy Story 4, we're going to go with Mr. Tom Hanks. I really thought you were going to go Stan Lee. It crossed my mind. Because <laughs> I did look and I, I was like, just be, you know, every. <laughs> well, no, because that was the funny thing when they were showing. I was looking at that montage because obviously I stopped doing everything at work and watched it. Sorry, work. Uh, but there were like a bunch of movies. I was like, oh, he didn't like X-Men 2. He did not do one in either of the Ghost Riders. He didn't do a cameo in. Uh, I think they said he was in Blade 2. Are you sure he didn't do X-Men 2? Yeah. No X-Men 2 cameo. I think he did. He didn't. Yeah. It's or on every it's, online resource. Three. He did one in three. Okay. He did one in the first one and the third one. He didn't do one in X-Men First Class. He didn't do one in Blade 1 or Blade 3, but did do one in Blade 2, <laughs> which is funny because it's the opposite of X-Men. But, yeah, so there are some, like, noted. Um, the new shitty Fantastic... Well... The newest shitty Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> he didn't do one in. 
Uh, he knew it was up with that. Yeah. All right, you can go first, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Alrighty, I'll go big, I guess. Turner and Hooch. Mentioned earlier on the podcast today. <laughs> Hooch, he's so crazy. <laughs> uh, I'll go Philadelphia, since I'm weepy. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Okay. Did you see the Brickhead MOC that somebody did for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really awesome. Uh, kick this train off and go Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story 2. Toy Story 3. Um, <laughs> Castaway. Jovers the volcano. Nice. Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, then we've got to follow it up with You've Got Mail. Does that complete the Meg Ryan trilogy? I think so. Money Pit. Such a good movie. It is. Just watch that before you and Aaron buy a house. Yeah. There's a couple I can't remember if there's like a the... Or an and. There's lots so, of those. There, well, yeah. So I'll say the terminal. Catch me if you can. We're getting an inch of snow tonight, so we'll go with the Polar Express. <laughs> uh, Wait, did we decide that voices didn't count last week? No. no. Okay. All right. Voices definitely count. Okay. Thought we had an argument about that. No. We had an argument about uncredited roles. Right. Yeah, we argued about that. Um. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna save that one. Uh. The Da Vinci Code. Inferno. Was it just two of them, or was there a third one? There's a third one. There's a third one. I can't. I, I'm not even gonna try. I don't remember that one. I got that one. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Um. As long as I keep it in my head and don't second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh Pete. This dude's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Come on, even I wouldn't be like. Digging this deep this soon. <laughs> Bridge of Spies. I still need to see that. Speaking of, I did see this weekend the post. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Nice. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one, yeah. Um Larry Crown. Is that his last name? Yeah. Okay. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, nice. Uh, just had one. 
Tom Wilson's war? Mm, I don't think that's that's not it. That's not right. Char- uh, what, what is it? Charlie Wilson's war? Charlie Wilson's, Wilson's war. war. Yep. Charlie's Wilson, Wilson war. Uh, <coughs> Cloud Atlas. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a dig. Are you talking to me, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, let's go have a conversation outside. Uh, the Lady Killers. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to fuck up the title. Is it The Man with the Red Shoe? No. Mm. Man with one red shoe? One red shoe. Man, that's deep. Yeah. I got another deep one, too. The man with one red shoe. The man with one red shoe. (sighs) I got two, I think that... Yeah. Two? I got three. Three? Three locked in. Three locked in? Two deep pulls. There's at least 12 that you kick your ass off in the ass over. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that there are, but I mean, you know, sitting here trying to think of them all. I mean, <laughs> there are five that you will beat your head against the wall over. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's oh see. Oh my God, maybe eight. <laughs> uh. A super deep pull, but I don't want to use it. You got to. It sounds like. Give yourself some time to think. God, there's like two or three of like some of my all-time favorite movies. Oh yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, uh, um, punchline. Oh, here we go. Oh, what yeah. was that one? Now I just unlocked the bolts. <laughs> uh, it's him and Sally Field, like back in the day, day. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will go. Concerning, he can't remember any of these other ones, and he can remember that. Yeah. Uh, the Burbs. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I thought we had said that. I'm sorry. No, you said Money Pit. Yeah, I thought you. Yeah. Because I thought about that in the money and money, but at the same time, I couldn't. I was like, is he in one of them or was he in both of them? He was in both of them. Uh, splash. Okay. Um, this marks his first motion picture. Splash. Yes. Angels and demons. Oh, was that the third one? Yeah, that's, that's the one. second one. Inferno was the last one. Okay. Uh, Which, those books suck, but Tom Hanks saved those movies. I thought the first book was okay. First book was... <laughs> uh, League of Their Own. Ooh. Fuck you. <laughs> Bachelor Party? Oh, yeah. you punk. Oh, I love that movie so much. 
like I can't believe you didn't think of that one. <clears throat> oh man. Ooh. <laughs> I just got one. <laughs> um that just unlocked two. <laughs> what is the one with him? I'm trying to remember one that I should just move on from. And oh, uh, saving Mr. Banks. Okay. Uh, the Green Mile. Nice. That's so good. So damn good. Was that that wasn't Michael Clark Duncan's first role, was it? Yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. He fucking crushed it as Kingpin. Yeah. He was the saving grace of that movie. Yeah. Uh, Apollo 13. There you go. Okay. Road to Perdition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't there another... I thought there was another space one. Buzz Lightyear, dog. <laughs> did you guys already do the Toy Story back and we forth? We did. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did the... You said the terminal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, He's still one of my favorite Saturday Night Live hosts. Oh, for sure. Captain Phillips. Damn you. <clears throat> Dragnet. Oh, fuck. Boom. There you go. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. I was like, I know there's another fucking, like, old movie that I'm forgetting. <laughs> That's good. All right. My, my deep pull is the Simpsons movie. Oh, shit. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> Although that might have been uncredited. I saw it here a minute ago. Uh, damn, Gina. Man. Still several good ones. Oh, I know. I know they're out there. I'm it's just getting, trying to... It's getting thinner, but... Uh, 
Wow, we've given you a lot of silence usually. Yeah, I know. you guys are giving oh, me all sorts yeah. of talk over. Yeah, yeah. Make it hard. Well, just to talk. let you think. I mean, because what it is, it, I mean, with people yammering in your ear, it's hard to. It think. is, for sure. I mean, especially when you think about all the Tom Hanks movies that you think you know. I think that's going to. It's happened. Oh, Do you have, don't let him take it. I don't want to. I felt so fucking good about this one, too. Because I thought there were so many moments where you were like, nah, I can't fucking do it. I mean, you guys have pulled out some vague ones, but, man, there's some still really big ones. So we said, yeah, we said The Terminal. We said Larry Crown. We said Charlie Wilson's War. You got to go through the gauntlet of Meg Ryan movies, Julia Roberts movies, and it's war like, movies, space movies, Spielberg movies, funny Tom Hanks, serious Tom Hanks. <laughs> I think you've missed a Meg Ryan one. Uh, oh, fuck we you, said really? Sleepless in Seattle. You got mail. You got Joe mail. Joe Where's the Volcano. Did you do Joe? We yeah. did Joe, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. And you got him. Yeah. For time's sake and the podcast listener out there, I'm going to have to tap. <laughs> Okay. Nah. I can't do it. I can't think of one. You got Ted, one do you more? Have any more? I thought there was one more Ron Howard one. I don't know. Let's see. But according to your rules, I don't have to name You don't have them. to no, name them. No, 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 you're done. All right, so what are they, Brian? Uh, Nothing in common. I don't think we said that. I don't know. Oh, that's one. the one with Jackie Gleason. I was trying to yeah. Re- oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one that I was uh, trying to remember, but I'm going to move on from uh, Every time we say goodbye. I don't know that uh, one. That was nope. a weird, uh, not a big one. Did you do big? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we did. Um, Punchline did the birds, turn hurts, uh, bonfire of the vanities. <sighs> one of my favorites. Uh, he was uncredited as the older Mike, the voice of older Mike and Radio Flyer. Yeah, okay. that's true. Um, that's such a sad fucking movie. Yeah. You got a league of his own, right? Of their own, right? Yep. Super Saddle, Fallen Angels, Philadelphia, Up Forest Gump. We said that. We said okay. that. All right. I missed that. The first few, I was zoned out for a minute because I figured you wouldn't need help. Uh, Apollo 13, Toy Stories, who did The Thing You Do. Ah, yeah. Aww. He directed that, too. We just fucking. I just got done talking about <laughs> that, Aaron. God damn it. Castaway? I got he that. Said that. Okay. Catch me if you can. Got he that. Said that. Uh, the terminal. I Polar just like Express. that. It sounds like Brian pays more attention to me than you. Apparently. God uh, damn it. That thing you do. He was in cars. Oh, was he? As the yeah. Woody car. The Woody car. Uh, I never the saw Vinci that piece Code, of shit. Simples Mutros, Vore, Great Buck Howard, Angels and Demons. You got that. The Great Buck Howard. Oh, that's a documentary, I think. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which means uh, the the one about uh, Band of Brothers, uh, Mary Poppins, Saving Mr. Banks. Okay, yeah, um, that's like a biopic. No, it's well, it's it's he's Walt Disney. Yeah, uh, you got Larry Crown. Uh, you got Cloud Atlas, Captain Phillips, Saving Mr. Banks, Toy Story, The Time Forgot, TV show. Sorry. Oh no, what was the one where he Ithaca. I am the captain, no. Captain Phillips. Is captain that Captain Phillips? Phillips? Yeah. Oh then we forgot oh, Sully. Sully. 
We yeah, forgot Sully. That was the other one I was looking at. When I heard Captain Phillips, I thought it was Sully. That's yeah. why I didn't see it. God damn. The, the circle, which uh, most people don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's about it. Uh, other than damn, I said so we did pretty. That's it. We did pretty well. You left. You left I said they're like okay. There's the plane movies. Then there's the car <laughs> movies. Space there's movies. the boats movies. The space the movies. movies. The Ron Howard films. The Zemeckis. The Zemeckis. I thought there would have been more. I thought there were a couple. The Terminal was Zemeckis, wasn't was it? it? I thought that was Spielberg. I think that was a Zemeckis one because I think that was his Zemeckis phase. All right, so we're gonna come up with a new game next week. Yeah, we'll come up with something. That was a fun one to go out on. We really fucking did it. Yeah. That was good. All right. That was how I wanted every week to be, except yeah, for the first time. We're at an hour 15. Just let you know. Okay. All right. Well, then we can... <laughs> kind of the funny thing about this topic, can kids have their own shit? Um, I was listening to another As long as you one. go to Michael's, they can pick up all they want. They can pick up all the shit they want there. Uh, we were, or I was listening to it, and he was talking kind of about how, like, you got it there? I have my microphone's very fault to base. Uh, about kind of how, like, we have, like, our stamp on things, and our kids able to enjoy kind of our things that are being turned into their own things. Like with Force Awakens. That movie was, granted, yes, a Star Wars movie. I do feel, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, it was geared towards younger kids that are like just kind of getting started with the trilogy while it progresses the story a bit for older generations, like even as old as Brian and as young as me, <laughs> to even younger ones like, you know, Cleo or Delaney and kind of like giving them a new a new story to go on or like with you know like Ted and I you and I talk about the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and the Thundercats like those could have easily like there was a lot of shit on them because of us saying that it wasn't as good as the original like is there room in the pop culture Blitzkrieg for redos to make their own to take their own stake I guess uh so reinventing the wheel for the for the younger the the un- upcoming generation, right? So like, can so, you take so something like Cleo, that was ours? Cleo gets her, um, uh, shit, Ren to or not? Uh, what's her name? Ray. Ray, thank you to our Leia, to our Luke Skywalker. Well, or Luke Skywalker, whichever. But I mean, but basically rehashing, reimagining. The roles, yeah, for a new generation, <coughs> updating animation styles, things like that, like this new like Thundercats, Thundercats Go, or or was it Thundercats Roar? No, it's Teen Titans Go. It's Teen Titans Go, but the new Thundercats one is like Teen Titans Go, but it's yeah. called Thundercats Roar. Okay. The new turtles. And the new yeah, like the now another new iteration of the turtles i mean the turtles are probably the, the single one thing that has been regurgitated over and reinvented and over the most. and over and over like you barely get the toys off the shelf before there's a new version of or ben 10 was doing that too ben 10, uh, yeah ben 10 seems to come out with a new iteration of itself every every season year. you know it's like a new a new artist a new style a new you know story you know the storyline tends to continue but it completely changes it's uh, 
its animation. Yeah. Several times. And then there's the idea of kids having their own movies when you come up with an original idea. Like, if you have something like Cars, where I continuously shit all over it, but is that, like, the Toy Story for my kids? No, it was just not good. <laughs> well, <laughs> Right, but we say you that. You say that, but Cars is also, like, the biggest... Produ- uh, it's the biggest cash cow that they've had since Toy Story. I would say. I think Story. probably more so than Toy Story. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you think about all that Cars done, I, it, it look it it is it boils down to your personal preference. If you think it's good or not, if you think it looks like shit because of what you grew up with. But then, as you two are fathers at different stages in kids' lives now, you've had the experience and you're getting ready to have the experience. <clears throat> do you shelter your child from something that you feel is bullshit? Like I would rather have you... my kid watch the remake of Shira than watch like the original version. No, rather than have him watch like Caillou or some other bullshit crap that's out there. Right, but okay, so you are predetermining your child's likes and dislikes. Well, I mean, I or brought you I brought it? in. Well, what I did with him is I let him find his own thing but i also exposed him to the things that i thought were great from my generation or or from when i was growing up so like i made sure he was well introduced to all the schoolhouse rock stuff okay because that was awesome and it's educational and it's educational super friends made sure he he knew of that where the monsters are um you know uh johnny quest um (laughs) A bunch of stuff. <laughs> we're getting we're getting summoned from the Thunderer. Um, you know all those kind of things. Make sure he was exposed to those at least, and let him enjoy that. And then he, you know, he picked up on Batman the animated series and Spider Man and and then Ben Ten and and on and on and on. I mean, I'm gonna let him find, you know, his whatever his his version of Turtles or He Man or whatever. But then. I'm going to make sure he knows the original. Okay. You know, I'm going to let him find Star Wars wherever it is at his appropriate age. You know, it could be episode 12. It could be, you know, him find, watching episode one one day on his own. But I'm going to make sure he understands and appreciates it for how it should be. Well, because we've talked about, yeah, we've talked about the viewing and how you guys, how you guys handle that, how you would handle it. I think it's kind of fun to kind of go back well, we, to... we saw this happen, you know, if you think back to it, we really saw this happen, this this whole thing you're talking about with, like, Cleo and the new Star Wars, but we saw this happen with Grayson and the Phantom and Menace. episode one. Yeah, I mean, he was very much into Anakin and the whole thing, and 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 that was his beginning into Star Wars, although I think he'd probably been exposed to the other ones before then, but... I would, yeah. But he was, that was definitely, you know, he really liked those movies yeah. for whatever reason at, at that time, so... Even though we might have poo-pooed on him, he didn't think they were that bad. <laughs> I think he may think differently now. Right. And so, yeah. So, I mean, you do, yeah, you kind of, because, I mean, we all have that similar experience as well, where well, it's like stuff that we watch. perspectives change yeah. as we get older. And, and Like, Monster Squad is not a good movie, but fuck <laughs> you if you talk bad about it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. And I think it always fun to kind of, like, our the original <laughs> title of this show was 30 going on 50 so i think it's kind of fun to place kind of where we all are at in our lives and 
where we all are at in our lives and i thought that'd be a fun one to go to go into to see kind of how you guys feel about it with children as opposed to i mean essentially my girlfriend's a child and i have to show her new things so well i mean and that's part of it it's like it depends on where you're at with it and if you hold something dear you know or not uh-huh so it it's hard because it's like there's shit that you love but then you're like you know, you get the remake of Turtles, and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Right. Yeah. But, you know, like, for a new generation like that is their first Turtles. And so it's like, they love that, and they eat it up, but we're all like, you know, poo-poo, spit on your grave. I think it's, a, as long as they can find it, and then they get to it, I think that's the most important thing. Okay. Because then, then they'll see the light that... <laughs> this <what>? is better. <laughs> well, the older version's obviously better. I mean... Well, and they don't. My, my father they, and uncles do exactly what they're talking about. Well, they don't. They don't get quite exposed to everything like I did, and then to some extent Ted did, because everything that had been made previous to what was coming out for me was always Crap. made available <laughs> in, through syndication. We only had three or four TV stations. Right. They only had so much content. We didn't have eighty-seven. We had movies. And then the we four had channels. three channels. Three channels. We had three networks that eventually the movies would come to. There was nothing in between. There was no <laughs> recorded media that we could go rent or buy. Right. You know, we waited. And so, you know, the old Superman black and white TV show was after school all the time. The the old, you know, the 66 Batman series I was, gonna was say, after yeah, school. Watch the, the 66 Batman. The, the, the stuff, you know, the Johnny Quest, the... You had to wait until Saturday morning to watch cartoons. Dude, okay, new. so yeah. and I feel like so we, I'm the last, like I'm the last generation that has had to deal with that because they're just not like you can't even find cartoons Saturday, on morning, Saturday morning. morning. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons like don't exist anymore. No, yeah. cartoons on you know the base channels don't exist anymore. Nope. And I even got lucky because I don't know if you guys ever had it, but like when I was growing up, we would have when I got to what was it? It was about when I got to like fifth, sixth grade, we would have cartoon programming in the morning before school, so mm-hmm. I could like eat my cereal and yeah, watch. I mean, yeah, and they had. I mean, that wasn't uncommon, with, but we had it with Cowboy Bob and Janie, and yep. and it was basically reruns of Popeye and Looney Tunes, yeah, and stuff that had been Looney going even that had so... been going on since the '30s, yeah, you know, or before. You know, these are all things that we watched over and over again every so, morning. So racist, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, so racist. But that, and it's so funny because so Looney you... Tunes on Saturday was when I knew I was like, "Fuck, the morning's over." It's <laughs> like that was always yeah. the last shit that they played, and I was like, ah. "So, so we we were especially probably me more than Ted, but Ted for sure as well." We were exposed to all the stuff that came before that was of any use or quality because it was content that filled empty space. Yeah. It wasn't until the idea of somebody having afternoon or after school programming for kids, like cartoons and stuff. Yeah. Then there was just a giant explosion of content. And I mean, we, well, and that was and, the you know, We would come yeah. home. It was Gilligan's Island, Batman 66. You know, it was I Love Lucy. It was like the same four or five shows in syndication. Art, Andy Griffith show, you know. I mean, but until all- Nick came along, it was still like... No, just yeah. imagine trying to be a kid who is sick at home. 
Dude, I got addicted to some <laughs> soap operas. I mean, I do Days of Our, days of our Lives. Days, man. Still addicted to. You. I mean, I used to skip school in middle school to watch Passions in the afternoon. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I mean, it was just like. I'm sick. I'm at home, and I gotta watch I Love Lucy, or which wasn't wrong, but but like Andy Griffith. And Dude, I got stuck with Jerry Springer and The Price Is Right. Yeah. So yeah. you tell me who's got a more fucked up childhood? <laughs> no, I watched Price Is Right today. I don't know what you're talking. Yeah. About. Dude, I was Jerry home, Springer. I was homesick for the uh, Challenger explosion. That was. That's fucked up. That was yeah. weird because you know I'm watching it, going, "Hey, this is cool. The shuttle's going up." <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> and I think it's a, just as long as it's important that they find it, and then you know. Because through through it all, the same themes are there, the same characteristics, the same, all of that is still the same, and I think that's important. So, all right, cool. Merchandise, merchandise. You guys got anything? Oh, hey, Brian. Hey, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what did I do? You walked in here with that box, you <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy it for myself. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody else did, and you just walked in here with it. It's my uh, it was a birthday present from Jason, friend of the show right. and Oh podcast. cool. Fuck you, Jason. Jason. <laughs> <coughs> no, that was going to be our, That was going uh, to be your birthday, birthday present, present on the podcast here. Well, you know, there's still the Vader castle that is a similar price point. <laughs> yeah, but you were wanting the Tatooine stuff. Yeah, so. I, well, I'm sorry. I mean, I guess thanks for listening to the podcast, Jason. <laughs> right. He uh, he uh, he had it sent and delivered to work on my birthday, and I thought I'd bring it and share it with you guys. So yeah, fuck you all very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks really cool. Nice job, Jason. I guess you're a good friend or something, Jason. And then I did get this. Uh, finally, did bring this in charged up. Is this running? This thing. Did is we go amazing. live? We didn't even go we live, didn't live today, live. did we? But, uh, yeah, oh, boy. oh, it lights up here, too. Oh, yeah, you got, like, that opens up. Use your microphone voice, Brian. There's little uh, quarters. That oh, that's spots. fun. So, no R5D4, though. Isn't that weird? Who like, who that? the fuck is R5A2? That's the more politically correct droid? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. This is the one that, uh, yeah, that's really strange. And you get the you get the other ones that all look all uh, yeah all look similar, but R five D four was one of my first uh, Star Wars action figures. And if we didn't say it, this is the Sandcrawler Lego Sandcrawler that Jason got me for my birthday, and everyone else wanted to get me for my birthday. Apparently, it's the newest iteration. The newest iteration. It's hey, the if one you guys that's more to go scale. Get the bigger one. That would yeah, be better. Uh-huh. You can do that. It's the one that's more to scale with what Brian is trying to accomplish with and, his and, tattooing. And Ted's sense. playing my official uh, centipede replicate. Which, if anybody's not seeing these things, this is a company. Uh, that is putting out one six scale exact replicas of classic arcade games. Bastard. This thing is from the case to the quarters, <laughs> scaled down what to the original one, one six, six one scale. Sixth. This is so what it we works out do. well with the twelve inch Legos. Oh yeah, you know, they, they, <laughs> they send this, the Barbie sizes up just right with it. That is funny. Uh, original Atari. Uh, the the ROM is the same. Yeah. The the trackball motion on this thing is it, amazing. It's, yeah, it's pretty clutch. I think my biggest complaint is where the fire button is. The, like the, the height of the T, fire button. The T molding on the edge. They they're gonna come out apparently with some upgrade kits where you can put green T molding on there oh, if you fun. want. 
But they're coming out with a whole series of these. Uh, Tempest is next. Okay. Um, and we uh, all know only one game matters, Brian. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stay a fan of these guys until it comes out. Which one are we talking about here, fellas? Galaga. Galaga. Yeah, play this thing. Um, it is. It's pretty cool. Uncanny. Any merchandise for you, Brendan? Player one. <clears throat> oh, uh, so yes, I have some. Very. What the fuck is going on? Oh, there you gotta we hit go. the fire button, Goober. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I never played it on the big big tabletop here. Um, I got Professor Trelawney from the Harry Potter blind bag sets. Does so that now complete you? Or? That completes my Harry Potter set. <laughs> no, you still need. Now I still need the religious nut job from <laughs> uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them to complete the entire set. Ooh, fuck you, dude. And uh, this is what we should just have so there's no awkward silences on the podcast <laughs> anymore. Oh, okay. We can do that. And, uh, but yeah, so I finally got her, and I think that's it for me purchase-wise. I definitely am in the adult phase of my life where now I'm sizing up all of the fucking posters I have over the years. Because my girlfriend's like the that, basement man. is, oh, dude, just, you know, so what blank. What you need to do is you got to go to Michael's and buy yourself one of those like art, art storage folder binder things yeah. and just start putting them all the way underneath the bed because you'll never get them all out. All right, sounds good. <laughs> that or like if you could get lucky and get like one of the old poster things like from Walmart where you walk up and you oh yeah flip the, them the, the little oh yeah <laughs> that's hilarious. That would be one of those. That's a good that, idea. That, that's what you fucking need. I mean to be honest, I mean that's what that's what I need. I just need a corner with all of those fucking. The frames that just you can flip through, 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 yeah, because yeah. so. you'll never be able to get them all out. All the stuff we've gotten at the comic cons and stuff over the years, it's like yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, a uh, guy walks into the bar. Winter Soldier or Falcon? Which one are you grabbing a drink with? Okay, is this this is Winter Soldier or Falcon? No, okay, but is it? Uh, Actors or the no 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 this is 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 it is it Atoll Bucky or after hitting the head Bucky and he's is it Wakanda Bucky? <laughs> it's yeah we'll go we'll go White Wolf Winter Soldier <laughs> okay uh, then I do him yeah him then Winter Soldier Winter Soldier I'm going with Sam okay I'd go with Winter Soldier as well I feel like Falcon would try to hit on too many girls <laughs> true and make me be his wingman. So, all right. all right, cool. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. We, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram by searching Nerdspeak. The actual handles on Twitter and Instagram is at Nerdspeak underscore. Um, reach out there with hashtags Nerdverses or Nerdspeak, and we'll be able to find you with any sort of updates you might want to give us, or ideas, or things you just want us to look at. I did find uh, a fun new podcast as well called uh, Cartoonist Kafab or Kafabe, however you want to pronounce it with Ed Pisker and Jim Rugg it's a fun one um, I haven't heard of that it's really cool they go through so they just started they just dropped episode 2 and they're going through page by page every wizard issue nice it's fucking dope you would love the first issue because it's all Todd McFarlane based yeah as it was like it was when he picks up Spider-Man so, uh, what's it called again? It's called Cartoonist Kafabe, which is a wrestling term for making what is not real real. Like hmm. wrestling. Like wrestling. Okay. Gotcha. 
Um, Brian, if they wanted to throw us some money so that we could have nice upgraded arcade machines for all of our podcast we can head to patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak where you can uh, peruse our different levels of uh, patronage that get you uh, different things yeah we may have to change those up here soon because uh get some new lifeblood in there all right um i think that you know we'll, we need to post an address somewhere because like you know i had a birthday and no one sent me anything no one sent brian any money uh we need to do christmas in december in yeah. december <laughs> we, yeah. our christmas <laughs> in december program is going to get launched here soon where either that or it's all going to toys or tots where we're going yeah. to i'm come. throwing it there if you don't if we don't yeah. do this by december for our listeners then we're just going to toys for tots it we, we, right. we have a bunch of uh, cool swag that we would like to uh, give away to our members uh we're talking about maybe coming out and doing a little uh, holiday delivery scenario so uh all patreon members will be in the hat on that one so be on the lookout uh go there and uh and support us and we will uh come find you all right and, and tell upon you something that we don't want <laughs> and ted if they wanted to subscribe to the podcast where should they do that itunes bitches look leave up a uh, nerd speak leave us a review tell us how great we are tell us how bad we are um yeah nerdspeak.one.one is the uh, website? I don't know. Is that, that still good updated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All time. Every week. <laughs> Every week. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us at episode eighty-one from Nerd Speak. Ted. Have a good week, everybody. Brian. Yoli. R.I.P. Stanley. And in true Stanley f- fashion, I guess we should say, we'll see you next week, true believers. Excelsior.